Hey guys, my name is Lily Airwood, and today I'm going to be talking about an abduction case from one of my favorite TV shows, Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is a show on Netflix that is full of seasons with different crimes in every episode. All of the crimes are also based on true stories. I've been watching Criminal Minds ever since I was a kid, and I've always been interested in crime-related topics. Therefore, this show has always been one of my favorites. Mosley Lane, Season 5, Episode 16, is an episode about a child abduction case. The Lynch family were spending the day at a fair in Ashburn where everything went wrong really fast. Amy Lynch, their 8-year-old daughter, was taken in plain sight. A woman was running around the fair frantically screaming, Has anyone seen my son? This instantly brings upon the attention of everyone. I mean, if I heard someone screaming for their son, I would also be looking around for them as well. After the mother, Barbara Lynch's attention was brought away from her daughter Amy. She was kidnapped, right from under her arm. A missing persons report was made and the BAU took it into their hands to find Amy. Keep in mind that it was winter, therefore the temperature at night would drop down to below freezing. This made law enforcement even more determined to find Amy. That afternoon, a woman by the name of Sarah Hildridge came into the BAU and told one of the agents that she thinks her son Charlie was taken by the same abductor eight years ago. That is a long time. Sarah Hildridge's son Charlie was also taken when he was eight, much like Amy. The case of her missing boy went cold and law enforcement stopped looking, but Sarah still believed he was alive. After Sarah came into the police station saying her beliefs of how her son was taken by the same people who took Amy, the team looked into the case a bit deeper. They had then realized that when Charlie was taken eight years ago, there was also a woman then screaming and looking for her child, much like when Amy was taken today. They realized the cases were linked. After putting two and two together, the BAU then came up with the conclusion that there are more than one abductor. It was a team. A woman looking for her child was used as a distraction. Then there was someone else who took the kids. Then there was a getaway driver. By now, Amy has been missing for 24 hours. Usually, hope is giving up in a missing person's case if the person has not been found in the first 48 hours of the case. Amy's mom feels like she is 100% responsible for her daughter's being taken. I mean, if I was a parent with my child when my child was abducted, I couldn't help but feel guilty as well. But the BAU constantly reminds Barbara that she couldn't have done anything about her daughter being taken because by now the abductors were professionals. The BAU then goes back decades and finds multiple child abduction cases where they had all had the same things in common in the reports. The parents were distracted by a woman looking for her child at some type of fair. The BAU then brings in Sarah Hildridge to help with their investigation. They ask her to do so because she knows the most about the cases since she has been studying them ever since her son went missing eight years ago. Sarah then tells the BAU that she believes she saw her son three years ago. This is why she has never given up. She feels confident that he is still alive. 
Sarah tells the officers that she used to be in a support group with other couples who lost their children due to an abduction. She lists the names of the couples who attended the meetings, and the BAU brings the couples in. One of the couples brought in had lost their son, Stephen, a year after Charlie went missing, so seven years ago. Stephen went missing at a fair as well, where the couple also had heard a woman looking for her son. After hearing Sarah describe what her son Charlie looked like, the couple then remembered seeing him the day their son was taken. The blame was immediately put onto Charlie for taking their son. The BAU immediately decides that Charlie is helping the kidnappers. When someone has been under the restraint of an abductor for a certain amount of time, they begin to develop something called Stockholm Syndrome. This just simply means that after being held hostage for a lengthy amount of time, they form a bond with their abductions, abductors. The abductors have had Charlie for eight years, so this theory would make sense. They had psychologically trained Charlie to willingly do as he is told. So, to start the case, the BAU searches for how many families in the area of Northern Virginia have been visited by social services in the last 10 years. They do this to get an idea of who has done something wrong to their children. They come up with a total of 107 names. That would literally be impossible to visit 107 houses. And by the time they did, Amy's 48 hours would be up by then. They then lower the list to 23 single income families. The team figures that the abductors would fall under this list because they assumed that they would be less noticeable. After finally getting down to 23 names, the team goes door to door to question the 23 couples. Finally, they come across the right one. They go to a secluded house with a lot of land that can't be seen from the road. The house is owned by a man named Roger Roycewood. He acts very calm when being questioned and says that his wife and him have four children together. He then states that his wife and kids are out and will be back sometime soon. It's believable until the, seems, the team sees a family picture with a boy who looks just like Charlie, the boy who had been missing for eight years. What the team doesn't know is that Roger's wife and three of the abducted kids, including Amy Lynch, were downstairs listening to the conversation above. Roger then pretends to call his wife, but the team is already on their way. The BAU gets a warrant and begins to search the house. You'll never guess what they find when they go downstairs. A hidden door. When the team find a way to open the door, they see bedrooms of the children who went missing. They also find pictures of each child that they had abducted, except for Charlie. When they don't see any pictures of Charlie, they then conclude that Charlie was probably the one who took all the pictures, as he was under the abductor's control. When the team finds enough evidence to arrest Roger, they find him hanging from the ceiling in his bathroom. I guess he knew he would be going to prison for a life if he was arrested, so he took the easy way out. Before law enforcement got to the Roycewood's house, Roger's wife had taken the children out of the house and escaped to a shed. She took them to this shed with a big stove, kind of like the one restaurants use to cook big pizzas in. I hate to say this, but it turns out that they have been putting the children into the stove and burning them when they got too old for their liking. 
absolutely disgusting. Roger's wife had then tried to burn Amy's body to get rid of evidence, but Charlie put an end to it and shot her. Law enforcement heard the gunshot and immediately rushed to a shed near the Royce Woods house. They find Charlie Hiltridge, Amy Lynch, and another girl that the couple had abducted. The team brings the kids back to the BAU with them to reunite them with their families. Amy was returned to her parents. Charlie Charlie finally saw his mother again after eight long years, and the other young girl who was found was returned to her mother. Sarah knew that Charlie was alive and was thankful she had held out hope. Without her help, honestly, Sarah probably would never have been found. Unfortunately, though, Stephen, one of the other boys who they abducted, was not with the other children when they came out of the elevator. Charlie goes up to Stephen's parents and tells them that Stephen was like a brother to him. He also explains to them how he died saving Amy's life. So, I guess you could say this case had a happy ending for two of the three families. It's just absolutely sickening what adults can do to children. I'm sure these kids were scarred for life and all of their lives would be changed forever. I think this story proves the fact that you should never lose sight of hope. Sarah never lost faith that her son was still alive and never gave up looking for him. Regardless of if people thought she was crazy or doubted her, she never stopped searching. Sarah continuously looked for evidence and studied missing children's cases for eight long years. Most people would just give up, but Sarah never lost faith that her son would be found. Without the help of her, the team would have gotten no leads and wouldn't have found the abductors. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this crazy, chilling story. Thanks for listening.